If you are married or in a long-term relationship, I want you to think about your meals together. If you're dating, think about your dining out dates. What comes to mind? Is it a conversation that ends in an argument? Is it a conversation that ends in a mutual solution? Is it avoided altogether? Is the time together intentional? Do you spend most of it on your phones? Or when you're trying to pick somewhere to eat, what are you focusing on? This is what I'm talking about today. Are your meals together a time where you catch up on each other's days in a peaceful, conversational manner? Or is an argument back and forth on trying to decide what to eat and who's going to cook? My fiance and I were having a conversation like this the other day, and we got to talking about our meals together and how they were unique to our previous relationships. Kurt and I usually have breakfast together on the weekends, but every night we have dinner together. And the difference is that due to our consistent communication on the daily, we don't have the problems our, pre- our previous relationships did around eating together. Now, it sounds so easy. It sounds like it should be easy. But if you thought about any of the scenarios I shared in the intro of this episode, you would likely agree that sometimes it's not that simple. Why is that? Well, for me and my experiences, it was due to lack of communication, planning, and effort. And I will take half of the responsibility here because I didn't know then what I understand now. I used to concentrate on the food that we were eating or going to eat and not on the time we would have together while eating. Because honestly, it doesn't matter what you're eating. I've had shitty meals in restaurants with good people and good company because I went into it wanting to spend time with them and wanting to be there. I've also had delicious meals and couldn't wait to get out of there and get up and leave because of the time I was having. Now, Kurt and I are usually pretty good at planning our dinners in the morning, so it gives us enough time to take out meat to thaw if we have to. And when we go in with a plan, it leaves no surprises, no guesses, no expectations. So by the time dinner rolls around, whoever is around and starts dinner first gets to it. Unless it's been expressed earlier that one is working late and asks the other to get start the, to get a head start on it. The other thing that's important to note is our values around food are similar. And what I mean by that is that we enjoy a good meal and we will spend the time preparing it. And we know that the other person will do the same. It's not in either of us to cop out and pick something up in the drive-thru, regardless of how late we have to work or whatever else is going on. And hear me out, I'm not saying that anything is wrong with that, because life happens and sometimes you have to do that. But then there isn't any surprises around dinner, because we know we're not going to do that. We know that there's something that we can throw together in the house. So I ask you again, does your food choices create an argument or expectation? 
if you focus more on the food than on the outcome of the time together, you're doing it wrong. It should never be about the food. It's about the intention of being together for the food. Think about this for a second. Say you wanted to make a nice dinner for your spouse. You feel like you haven't spent a lot of time together and you want the <clears throat> excuse me, you wanted the opportunity of a meal time to spend that time together, talking and enjoying each other. So you say this, honey, I would really love to spend dinner time together on Friday night as we've both been so busy lately. I just want to spend some time with you. I thought it'd be fun to barbecue a couple steaks and sit together to catch up. Sounds great. Now you have a plan. So the day comes and you burn the shit out of the steaks. How do you react? How does your partner react? This is why I'm strongly encouraging you to not make it about the food. Meals are meant to be shared together and that time together holds so much weight. So that scenario that I just described to you, it could go one of either ways. You could get mad. You both can get mad and say that dinner is ruined and stomp out of the room together and not even have that time together just because of a couple burnt steaks. Yeah, that sucks. Like steak is amazing. You had the expectation of eating steak, but it didn't go as planned. But if you had the intention to go in with that time together, you would probably just laugh it off, say it's okay, and figure out something else for that time together. Whether it is ordering a pizza or eating a soup and sandwich together, like it really doesn't matter. If the intention was to have that time to hold space, hold safe space for one another, it doesn't matter. You could be eating cereal together. It's the time together that you should be focusing on. And I realize that Kurt and I have a unique situation where we both work from home and we don't have any kids in the house. So that gives us more time and flexibility, but we still need to have that dialogue around meals. Otherwise, we'd be scrambling. So if you're not already being present during your meals together, I encourage you to try harder. Do it for 14 days straight and see what happens. I would bet that your relationship gets stronger. I have been in relationships where there was an expectation around who cooks or what time dinner would be ready. And this was always a one-sided and communicated very poorly. So there would be usually be an argument or frustration when it could have easily been dealt with had we both communicated our needs like adults. We all love a good dinner, no? Or we want every meal to be the best. Yes? Yes. Don't you think it would be even better if you were fully present for it? So how are you showing up? Do you constantly rely on your partner to figure out your meals because your schedule is quote unquote busier? It shouldn't matter. Take charge and figure it out. If one is cooking more than the other, have a conversation around that. Maybe you could figure out a better schedule that suits both of you. Make the time. Make it fun. 
and make it about the time together. If you want me to expand more or give you some ideas or thoughts around this, feel free to reach out on Instagram. I'd love to chat more. And if you want to be a guest on a future episode, reach out. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your time. Much love. Stay safe and stay healthy. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I'm going to be diving deeper into conversations like this with other people who have more experience around boundaries and arguing in relationships and red flags and toxic environments because I know that there's more of a conversation to be had not with just my experiences but people who come from different walks of life and I want to have those conversations and I want to share them with you if you are someone who has a story to tell who has experience within these types of topics, I would love to have you on the show and chat more. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is in the show notes and I'm always available for you. I would love to chat more so that we can provide more value to you as a listener. Thank you so much for being here. If you liked this episode, if you liked this podcast, I would love for you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this because that opens me up to a wider audience and it really does help. So I would appreciate that if you enjoyed this. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Until next time.